Get out. This is Reset Escobar and Andrew Luhar. How are you guys doing today? Hey, so we actually have a good guest on our show today, a full Trojan from undergrad to grad school. Her name is Claire Summers. It's starting hey, now our summer edition. How exciting is this? Wait a minute. Is this summer meets summers? I think so. I'm excited. Let's dig I'm in. E- I'm excited too. So Claire, make sure to, to hash it out with us. Give us a little bit of background for, from you. Let's do a biocycle social right now. <laughs> oh, wow. I love this. <laughs> no, but um, please feel free to share about your experience and anything that has to do with your background. We're interested to find out. Okay, well, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to start the summer session. Um, I feel like it's very, very... Uh, it's very right. My last name is Summers. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It's great. That's what we thought of you. And you are on our first episode of the season of the summer edition. So it works well. Works well. Um, but yeah, I was I was um, an undergrad at USC. So that was when I started in 2015. So I graduated um, high school in 2015. And went straight into undergrad. Um, I'm from Los Angeles and so about 10 miles away from USC. So I stayed close to home, Um, but I did live in the dorms and I did get that on-campus dorm Trojan experience that um, we all know and love. So I, um, I really enjoyed my first year and it was, it was a hard transition, but I think For me, what I really enjoyed was my roommates, and that really helped, you know, push me to, you know, the love of the Trojan family, because I I lived in a suite style. So there was like six of us, and we shared, you know, a living room and a bedroom, bedrooms and bathrooms. Um, It was different than a dorm, but we still got the dorm experience, and I met some friends. you know, through some football games and some mutual friends as well. And so then I, I kind of got into like this whole gr- group of friends at USC. So that was really what, you know, grounded me in my experience as a first year. Um, work was hard, but it was a, a good change from high school. Um, so yeah, that was that was a really good experience and going through to undergrad um second year third year fourth year I think um it got even better so um of course I wanted to stay at USC for undergrad and for grad school what was your major what was your major for undergrad funny enough I actually changed majors like three times oh my goodness so, yeah, I, I started going out interested in film and television and media. So wow. I went, I started as um, a communications major at Annenberg um, for communication and journalism. That was something I thought was of interest to me. Um, after about a, one semester, I uh, decided that really wasn't, you know, what I wanted and it didn't really match with my own beliefs and life experiences I really, really enjoyed um, medicine and biology. And so I switched uh, to a major called health and human sciences, which is a mixture of 
um, you know, biology, chemistry and the, the sciences wow. with also like a um, psychology and, you know, kind of holistic view of health. And mm. so I did that for a little bit. I did that for like another year. <laughs> and so in my, you know, sophomore year, I, I kind of still wasn't really getting, you know, what I really wanted from my classes. In that major, there was a module of psychology classes. So I had already taken like four psychology classes. And that's, that's when I found, you know, kind of what I really was interested in was psychology. And so I ended up at psychology. um, And with, um, you know, focus on neuropsych and neurobiology. So I still got that sciencey background with also the, the, the psychology aspect. And I think, you know, that finally led me to, to where I graduated with a psychology degree and really enjoyed that experience. Um, I didn't minor in anything. I didn't have time. <laughs> uh, question. Another question I want to ask. Um, you said it was hard. Is it harder an undergrad compared to graduate school since you are completing your first year of the MSW program? Yeah, just completed the first year, actually. I finished all the assignments. You too as well. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That is so cool. I'm I'm hearing a lot of like, you know, and things that have to do with like social work, with mental health, just mm-hmm. wanting to help people out. And it seems like that has taken you into the MSW program. Can you shed a little bit more light on that? Like you mentioned, um, you know, you mentioned psychology. What led you to that? What led you to social work? Yeah. So these are questions that we've thought a lot about and we've gotten from our professors and we've gotten from assignments. You guys know um, a lot of, you know, questions on, you know, what led you to social work? What's, Mm -hmm. what's your interest? And so I've definitely had a lot of time to think about it and um, a lot of, you know, uh, time to reflect. And I've definitely struggled with this question a little bit. um, But you know, what first led me to social work was in high school, I um, volunteered at um, a hospital in Los Angeles. And in that time, I was mostly, um, you know, just going into patients' rooms and asking them, you know, how are you? Can I get you anything? And, um, you know, being some sort of listening ear and, you know, you know, smile during their time in the hospital. And I think that that was really important. And I I really enjoyed interacting with patients and everyone else at the hospital. And so I moved in undergrad, I moved to working at a dental clinic um, in Boyle Heights um, for low income individuals. And again, I did the same sort of work. I was kind of just there to talk to them and to make the patients feel comfortable um, in kind of maybe something that they're scared of with the dental clinic. Um, Maybe they don't speak English. And so I was there to kind of just help them out. Um, I didn't perform dental operations. Obviously I'm not a dentist, but that's kind of, those are the two experiences that really led me to, to social work where I realized like, oh, I can, you know, be there to help someone and create Mm -hmm. meaningful connections with someone who I don't even know. And um, a lot of these people that I talked to were feeling isolated and alone. Sitting in a hospital room alone is really difficult. Mm. Um, 
even if though I haven't experienced that, I can totally understand, you know, where they're coming from. And so if I could be that person to just bring another, you know, another point of view to their, Mm -hmm. to their life at that moment, like I love that. And so that's kind of what led me to social work. And in terms of mental health, I, you know, I struggled a little bit in high school and in college in undergrad as well. Um, Mm -hmm with feelings of depression and anxiety, um, kind of not knowing where I fit in and, you know, not really loving myself to the fullest extent that I could. And so um, getting help from others and realizing, you know, how great a support system is and how great reaching out to other people can be um, also led me to social work. I think your experience with a dental um, job and stuff was you're doing social work without even you know, knowing it you were doing social work which was the beauty of it and I just totally see why you, you chose because uh, the profession of social work because you were helping people out and and just making that little small change in someone's life you could do that anywhere else was that Yeah, I also think that, like, you just said something very, very important. You said you struggled with this, right? And I think some of the time, sometimes we're led into a career path that we have experienced, where we have experienced things, right? And um, talking about the experiences that you had made me realize, like, oh, after you mentioned, I I struggled with. Gone through. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Um, damn, eleven oh eight, dude. Eleven oh eight. All right, we're going back now. Hold on. Eleven twenty. Eleven twenty. We'll be in one, two, three. Okay. Yeah. So while you were talking about this, I was able to put into perspective your experience and your your personal experience and your career path experience, and it seems like you were able to really connect with these people and. I really do think you're in the right field. I think that you made the right choice. You seem to have so many different perspectives into something that some of us might not even have any way of looking into. And Uh you're able to bring that out and you're able to help others. So I think you made the right choice. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. We are in Mental Health Awareness Month. And this is a perfect way to get the season started, to get this summer edition started. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sometimes I struggle with choosing social work and kind of hearing what, you know, what my family might say, like, oh, well, what is social work? What, you know, why are you doing this? There's not much pay or is there much pay? Who knows? And it's not something that anyone in my family has done before. And so I I definitely did struggle with kind of explaining to them and sharing with them, well, this is my background. And then this is kind of what it's led to me and look at these amazing classes and look at these amazing experiences that I got and will be getting from USC and social work. And so, you know, yeah, it took a little time for my family to kind of understand, but they definitely support me. I think I'm in the same boat. I mean, my family's like, why social work? Why this? Why that? I'm like, and then on top of it, USC as well. And that kind of changed their their perception. And I'll, I, I told them, like, look, I always help people out and I like helping others. And, and especially when I got my dual degree in gerontology, they couldn't even pronounce it. 
and they're like what is that anyway <laughs> yeah and um so I had to tell them that then which was great because I, I want to work with older adults and the elderly population and I think that part was um got more supported later as soon as they found out that is a growing field so yeah and I, I agree with you I agree with um you know sometimes we get questioned why are you going into a field that you're going to get burned out quick right why are you going into a field that's going to affect you in a negative way well they don't know all the good things we get from that all the rewards you know the way that we are able to help out one individual and how it affects their lives in a positive way and honestly I'm telling you this from experience I was with you in a class I was able to be in a circle with you where we were you know co-facilitating a group and I want to say that I think this is for you I know this is for you and it's been very, very good to be able to see your growth. And I appreciate you allowing us to, like, continue to see that. So continue to shine, continue to move forward. Now, with that being said, though, I do want to ask you, like, how have you been able to adapt to the changes from grad school to undergrad, from undergrad to grad school? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I call grad school a whole nother beast. Honestly, it's mm. so different, even though I, you know, went to undergrad at USC, who knew it would be so different. I think um, for me personally, I think the work in terms of um, schoolwork and classwork and homework, I think that has been a little easier for me to handle versus undergrad. I think having you know just one subject and kind of social work as my you know focus made it easier for me to to understand the assignments and get them going and get them done I think in undergrad I was taking you know language classes and philosophy classes and all that stuff and so the work was more intense for me personally I don't I don't really know how it is for others but just for me I think the work has been easier but then that was kind of offset in social work with the emotional toll that um, I didn't expect, I didn't realize would come. You know, I think the classes are emotionally demanding. I think the work is emotionally demanding and sometimes, yeah, sometimes draining at the beginning. Um, and I think that's where the whole difference is in terms of grad school and undergrad for social work in particular. Thank you for mm -hmm. so thank you for shedding light on that because it is it is a whole nother beast and it's emotional boot camp for sure. And making connections with people is not as easy, at least for me. I'm surrounded by so many people and I talk a lot, and it's still so hard to have a genuine connection with somebody. And I don't know if you've experienced that, but if um <clears throat> if you have like is there anything you can shed light on and how difficult it is? Because we are surrounded by so many people, but yet we feel so alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it was, it was hard at the beginning to kind of feel comfortable opening up to a class of people who, yeah, we are all in social work and yeah, we all have the same kind of beliefs about the world, but, um, still uncomfortable and maybe a little even lonely sometimes um and that's where I struggled in the beginning and sometimes I still do struggle with it I think um I find myself you know 
thinking, oh, do I share at this point in class or do I kind of hold back? Yeah, these people I know will support me if I, whatever I'd say in class or whatever I do, but, you know, is it the right time? I always, I definitely, you know, second guess myself a lot and I've, I've, you know, still learning how to do that and, you know, make that sort of change to become kind of a confident social worker and, you know, grow into my own personal self. I like that. And I can totally relate to you on that. Thank you for sharing. I think I can relate to you too. I think I mentioned in my other couple podcasts before about feeling lonely on campus, just um, being the only guy, most majority of my classes, um, you know, you're such a huge campus yet you're just one individual and um, just walk around campus and just, I mean, yeah, you have friends and stuff and acquaintances, but it's also having a genuine conversation here and there. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah, but I think when you find those, like, few people, it doesn't have to be everyone, you know? And I think and I think that, you know, we get caught up in kind of making friends with everyone. And this is also something that had to do in undergrad. Like, you kind of get caught up with how many friends can I have or how many mm-hmm. people can I get close to? And, you know, even in high school, I've learned that having just one or two or three really good friends who support you is just enough. It's just enough, you know, and I truly believe that wholeheartedly. And I want to say it's better to have four quarters and a hundred pennies. I love that. Like phrase. I do too. Oh I've never that. heard that. Yeah. I think I'm going to cry now. <laughs> <laughs> that was so beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Are you crying? Yes, I'm actually crying. That was so beautiful. Oh my god! <laughs> what just happened? I'm so sorry about this. Um, you're my quarter. Yeah, man. You you both are my quarters too. I appreciate you so much. Um, getting super emotional because it it has been a roller roller coaster. It's oh, been yeah. boot camp. Has been. And, oh my god! And we we made it one year, guys. Or oh, you guys made it two years, oh, huh? Two, two years. Two. Wow. One more year yeah, to go. Year. I still have two. You have two, but like, still, we did it. We're through another year. Yeah, one mm. more. One yeah, more. That's true. I uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. Well, anyway, I was gonna jump into like getting accepted into the dual degree for the master's in public health. I ended up getting that, so that's why I added another year. Oh my god, yeah. I'm actually interested in that too, but you know. She's on she's I on need my to level. ask you about the, the process, so I'll ask you later. Definitely. We can do that. But I think Andrew has another question he has he wants to he wants to ask you. Yes, definitely. Okay. <laughs> what have you had to sacrifice what have you had to sacrifice and in what ways has your mental health have been affected? Yeah. Um ooh, I feel like one sacrifice that has changed a little bit is family relationships. Um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I moved into an apartment. Um, I hadn't lived at home since the beginning of college, but I moved into an apartment pretty close to my family, actually. And so um, I was home somewhat and I would, you know, go over and see them. And I have really close to my family, even in undergrad, you know, I would go home once a week or something to see them, um, see my dog also. But I think when you start social work school or when I started social work school, I started to 
learn a lot about myself that it kind of changed the relationships I had. And I started to have different, um, you know, (laughs) beliefs in terms of beliefs in terms of, you know, what I, um, what kind of conversations I wanted to have with, with my family and kind of, you know, I would joke with my brother, I have a twin brother. And so we would kind of joke around a little bit, but Sometimes, you know, the way people joke, I don't even know how to describe this, but it's like the joking kind of, it gets a lot when you're having all those other stuff on your mind from like school and you're exhausted from the day and, you know, you just don't mm-hmm. want to get involved. And I think I've, I've had to set boundaries. And I think that's one thing that mm-hmm. um, has been, has been difficult. Have you used MI? on your family yet i'm still working on it i think i have been using some uh mi skills on family and friends though for sure definitely more so a lot of like reflective listening is helping in terms of family fights or or conversations but yeah i don't really know how to explain the changes but i i don't know do you kind of get what i'm trying to say definitely and i heard you know motivational interviewing techniques for our folks that might not know what mi is but definitely um setting boundaries is difficult you know and when people joke around with you I have a family that loves to joke around a lot and I love that I love that about them but there's sometimes that I'm not in the mood you know and yeah. I'm just like I'm, I'm I know that Andrew's laughing because he knows how like how you know how much of a jokester people can be like especially mm-hmm. in my family and I love them for that, but it is difficult. And setting those boundaries is very, very difficult yeah. to do. Yeah, for sure. I still struggle with setting boundaries with my family because it's hard. They're my family, you know? Mm-hmm. Motivational interviewing for sure, all the way. Like, I do that too. <laughs> yeah. How so? <laughs> How so? How so? Please tell me, elaborate more. Um <laughs> Yeah, but with that, thank you for sharing that. And, um, you know, we do want to ask, what are some positives and negatives that you have experienced in this program? Oh, well, I mean, I've, I have so many positives, I think. I have fully enjoyed my first year, actually. And I, I say this a lot, but this was, you know, the first year where I've been truly happy and truly you know, enjoying what I've been doing. I think this is the year where I've been, you know, the happiest I've ever been. And to say that is just, it's amazing. I, I mean, I love saying it and I love telling people about my experience in the program. I think it's been more than I could have ever imagined. And I've truly found my place, whether I knew it or not. I just, I'm so happy that I picked social work and I'm so happy that it turned out the way, the way it had, um, I've met amazing people. You too. Um, Thank you. But also, (laughs) I've had amazing experiences at my internship. That was, you know, one piece, maybe the biggest piece that made me enjoy this the most. I I had an amazing supervisor. I got, you know, such great um, training and work. And everyone at my internship really appreciated me being there. And I made such good relationships with them. Um, so, you know, I learned a lot about myself and the fact that I could be a confident social worker, it just took, took a little time. Um, but yeah, my internship was the one thing that really made me enjoy this program so much. 
Thank you for that. And it seems like everything you're looking at everything in such a positive way. And that always that's so that's what makes things better. If you're able to have a positive outlook and just positive psychology. And I love the fact that you said you met a lot of good people and where you've been able to experience different things and find growth. And I hope that you continue growing and, you know, keep uh, flourishing some fruits for everybody, you know, because you're doing a great job, honestly. I appreciate and it. I, I really I, want to I could also, I could also hear that you're in your tone of voice that you're just so happy and, uh, which is awesome because you want to, you know, be happy in a career that you want to do. So and last but not least, um, the last question is, uh, what would you like to tell the listeners, the audience? Wow, this is this is a big, uh, a big question. I mean, it is. oh, boy. Well, I mean, uh, just try to find something that you really love to do. Um, it takes time and it takes patience. And I've learned that in social work so much. And um, I've truly come to love, to love what I've set out to do. And it's been going by so fast. So, you know, I'm trying to take in every single sip of, of the experience and um, just kind of learn from other people as well. I, yeah. I take in a lot of information you know, I, I, I like to observe a lot and maybe I'm not like the loudest person in class, but you know, I, I find, find that okay. Just because I, I, I'm that type of person who observes and really likes to think, you know, analytically about what's going on. And then I think that really helps me in, in my work. And so just, just finding something that you really enjoy and sticking with it through tough times as well. Thank you so much for that. We needed to hear that. We want to let you know that we love you and we're excited to see you grow. And thank you very much for this. Honestly, it was a pleasure to speak to you today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, thank you, and have a beautiful day, okay? Bye. Bye. Bye.